Welcome to the Study On Podcast. I'm your host, Angie Bauman, and I am passionate about Bible study. Friend, my journey has not been an easy one. I am a trauma and abuse survivor, and I still walk with a limp. But I also walk in freedom, because as I've studied God's Word, He has released me from layers of shame and invited me into a life filled with an abundance of His peace, joy, rest, and hope. I'm transformed because I study the Bible, and my heart's desire is to create offerings that help you get and stay in your Bible so you experience that transformation too. So thank you for spending a few minutes with me. Maybe it's as you enjoy your coffee or with pen and notebook ready, or you're driving to work or walking the dog from wherever you are in your day. Let's dive deep into a verse of scripture together. So we walk steady on. Let's get started. Welcome, friend. Today, we will be using my step-by-step Bible study method to look into Proverbs 12, 18. Step-by-step is an inductive Bible study tool that focuses on one word in one verse of scripture to find life application. And if you'd like to study along with us today, you will find links to a study sheet and the step-by-step masterclass in today's show notes. Before we begin, I want to welcome Susie Crosby back to the show. Susie, I believe that 2024 is the third year we've been doing these episodes together, and I'm grateful you've signed on again to study with me. Thank you for being here, my friend. Thanks, Angie. This is really the third year. I think it is. This is pretty awesome. I know. Time flies. (laughs) (laughs) So Proverbs 12, 18 in the NIV says this, the words of the reckless pierce like swords but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Uh. (laughs) Uh, They say this is going to be a good one. It's a tough Mm -hmm. one, but it's good. So just a little information about the book of Proverbs. Proverbs is a collection of wisdom teachings that offer advice about prudent and righteous living. The author is Solomon, at least for most of the book. He was the son of David and Bathsheba and the third king of Israel. Solomon is believed to have written Song of Songs in his early life, Proverbs in his midlife, and Ecclesiastes in late life. So he's the author of three books in the Bible. And the date of the writing, it was arranged into present form around 715 to 697 BC. Chapter 12, where we're hanging out, has 28 verses, and it is a chapter on contrasting the upright and the wicked. So one more time, Proverbs 12, 18 in the NIV says, The words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Step one in the Bible study method is to choose our word, and I will turn that over to Susie to get us started. All right. Our word for today is healing, and the definition of healing is the process of making or becoming sound or healthy again. Mm. It can be a cure, a mending, or a remedy. And I always like to look up the opposite of the word. It helps me understand it. The opposite of something healing would be would be aggravating or something mm-hmm. that's a worsening, something yeah. a worsening, uh, something that's damaging or harmful. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. That like worsening, aggravating. That stood out to me too as the as the things that we that sometimes we can be to others who are mm-hmm. hurting, right? Oh, I don't mm-hmm. want to be that. When I was looking up the definitions, it really stood out to me. So I, I found two definitions. One was an act of healing as by a faith healer. And the other was the psychological process of dealing with a problem or problems. 
And as I thought about those definitions, the Lord really just kind of stirred my heart. You know, I talk a lot about healing here in the Steady on Ministry on this podcast. God invited me on a healing journey years ago. And as as he and I have walked that journey together, I've moved through a psychological process of dealing with past problems of abuse and trauma and experienced healing through spiritual means. And so for me, I was like, oh, for me, healing is like the merging of those two, right? It's like this dealing with the the brain chemistry, the thing that happens to us, uh, but also it's this intervention of this divine hand of wisdom and grace that will move us from one place to a better place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's beautiful. Good. Good. Yeah. Beautiful. So, um, and that's what I want to be. If we've experienced it, we can be it. And I want my words to, to bring healing for sure. So, mm-hmm. Step two is investigate. We divide that up into four parts. Part one is to compare our word in other translations. I found a couple of different things. I found in the ASB health. I found medicine. In the voice paraphrase, I found a healing balm. And in the passion translation, I found soothe and heal. And so the tongue of the wise brings health. It brings medicine. That means that's like our tongue could be like a nurse or a doctor, right? Like it, like it brings uh-huh. medicine. It that's so I don't know. That's just felt. It brings a healing balm, which like medicine to me sounds like something to heal a sick, and a balm sounds like to bring comfort while you're sick. Like, but you know, like yes, it, yes. Um, mm-hmm. one is like a fixer, and the other is a comfort before the fix. I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, And then the passion translation again said soothe and heal. So that's what I found. Did you find anything else in your, in your, Um, in the, the BBE said it makes one well again. I don't know if you said that, but I I love that the way it was phrased that makes one well again, makes one well again. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So step two, part two of the investigate step is to research the original word. And what'd you find there, my friend? Well, the Strong's uh definition says well it's pronounced merpe number 4832 in the hebrews um and the definition for that is some of the same words we had in our english definition the healing cure health and remedy but it comes from a word um hebrews 7495 in the strongs that's that means curative a medicine like you said and then how about this wholesome sound and yielding? Mm. And I was I was struck by the yielding, um, imagining, you know, a, a yield of a, a harvest or something growing like a flower or a fruit and um, thinking about how good comes from it. Like it, a, yielding a yielding is a yeah. positive thing that means um, growth and health. So mm, I think that about that when you're hurting and someone says something encouraging to you in that moment, it might be a bomb, right? It might be something that brings you a moment of peace or comfort, but then as you ponder it, it can yield something bigger yeah. Than what it did just in that moment, right? Like you can, I don't know about you, but there have been times when, oh, this makes me emotional. There have been times when someone has said something to me when I was hurting and I go back to that over and over again when I'm, you know, like it's, Mm -hmm. it continues to give, maybe that's what I'm trying to say, yield, right? Like it continues to grow and yield. And Mm -hmm. it's something that the Lord uses 
to speak his truth over something that might tempt us to believe an untruth. Right. Mm-hmm. It can actually change the future. Mm. That that word or that um, comfort can change the direction of how someone's going to respond to to the sickness or the hurting or the yeah. the pain. Yeah. Doesn't that feel like a big responsibility? Really, very powerful. A very powerful mm-hmm. that our words can yield and hold such power. I might've said this on here before, but I have a friend, her name is Shannon. She used to be a hairdresser and she always would talk about the people that came into her shop and she would say, I just want to be a day maker, not a day breaker. Hmm. And I always thought that was so, that's what she's talking about though. Oh. Like I want my words as I cut people's hair, color people's hair, whatever, you know, throughout the day, I, I, she just recognized the power in them. I think that's yeah. all that to say. Yeah. Wow. She recognized the power of them. Um, Another thing that I saw from that root word that you're talking about is that it means to mend by stitching. Hmm. And I thought that's another way to talk about healing. Like, you know, you think about maybe a rip in your clothes or something like that, and you can put it back together with this one stitch at a time. Mm -hmm. And if you think of those stitches, like as words, you know, in one conversation where we recognize the power of our words and we take time, oh, this I'm guilty of this. Sometimes we take time (laughs) to pour those stitching words into someone else. Mm -hmm. It can like prevent them from bleeding out, if you will. Um, Oh, you know, Uh, that feels, that feels good. But also if I know that I know, I, I know I can grow in that for sure. So I found this note that God first reveals himself as Jehovah Rapha, I think that's how you say that, a God who heals in Exodus 15, 26. And I thought about that, like God reveals himself as a God who heals. And as we grow more and more into the image of Jesus Christ, um, then we can, the way God heals, not, we're not the same, of course, but in that image, right? We can reflect God's healing with our own words and our own actions. Exodus 15, 26 says, If you listen carefully to the Lord, your God, and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought in the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. He says Mm -hmm. that's the first time he talks about himself as a, as a healer. And it's crazy. It's crazy. Great to think that we have (laughs) the ability to offer that to someone else as well. Part three in the investigate step is to read some commentary. And I found some really great commentary notes about both sides of this coin, if you will. So I'm going to just read it again real quick. The words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. So we're focusing on healing, but I thought some of these words in commentary about sort of both sides of it were really important. And so here's one thing about the sharp words, about the reckless words. The enduring word says, some people have the terrible ability to speak in a manner that stabs and slices others. Their words are like the slashing and piercing of a sword, bringing hurt instead of healing. And I don't know, it says some people have the terrible ability, but I'm going to suggest that we all have (laughs) the terrible ability To speak in a manner that stabs and slices, and especially sometimes to those closest to us, we know what to say to cut. Oh, yeah. Even as young as the little kids that I teach, they know how to get to one another, that they know how to kind of cut with their words. And it's sad, but I think you're right. Everyone has that terrible ability. We have the ability. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. 
from enduring word about the healing words though it says wise men and women are able to bring health and healing by the words they speak so i think with a little liberty i would say we all have the ability to choose right we all have the ability to cut people with our words and we all have the ability to offer words that bring health and healing mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. i find when i have words that are sharper and less patient and more cutting. It is a direct result of not spending time with the Lord and remembering his love and grace in my life. Mm -hmm. Like the less grace that I've received and been connected to from the Lord, the less grace I have for other people. It's gross, but true. (laughs) In the Bible knowledge commentary, this is about sharp words. It says reckless words which may not be intended to hurt, can in fact be very hurtful, piercing like a sword. They are not thought through. Who has not spoken something thoughtlessly only to find that our careless words were harmful? Mm -hmm. That's an ouchie. So sometimes we need to pause (laughs) before we speak. But then about healing words, it says words spoken from a wise heart can do just the opposite. They can heal instead of hurt. I think for me, it just invites me to remember that I have the ability to slow down the conversation when I'm about to say something that isn't thought through. Can I, will I sort of like discipline myself and submit my words to the leading of the Holy Spirit and allow him to, most of the time when I say hurtful words, I say them in haste. I guess I'll say it that Mm -hmm. way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Dwayne Garrett, this is about sharp words again, two characteristics of fools described in this text. And he's talking about t- t- Proverbs t- t- 12. Oh, easy for me to say. Proverbs 12, 16 <laughs> to 22. Um, it says two characteristics of fools are described in this text. One, they react thoughtlessly to real or imagined insults. Ouchie. <laughs> Number two, they hurt others with careless words. Man, sometimes those go together. Do they not? Where we imagine mm-hmm. ourselves to be insulted. or offended. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we react from that imaginary situation and then we can cause a Mm -hmm. lot of damage. So I think I said one more. Now I really mean one more. John Barry says, this may indicate those who speak without thinking, damaging both themselves and Mm -hmm. others. And I, I brought that one out because I think that's an important part too, that when we do speak hastily and when we do have cutting words, it damages us in that it creates distance in relationships or conflict in relationships, but it also damages our reputation and our witness, Mm -hmm. you know, our ability to be who we say we are as a follower of Jesus Christ. That is so true. Oh, yeah. Let's not do it. Part four in the investigate step is to try to rewrite the verse in our own words. And again, I'm going to read it from the NIV. The words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Healing. How did you rewrite that, my friend? I wrote words spoken thoughtlessly can do terrible harm to people and damage relationships. Thoughtful words can heal and help. So true. It's a simple lesson today, mm-hmm. but one that's just uber important as we as we go throughout our days. And I don't know about you, but I feel like we're living in a culture that as it becomes more polarized or more extreme, there's this uh, this 
almost acceptance. I don't know if that's the right word. I just find in in public situations among strangers that the words are sharper than I remember them used to be. I don't want to be a one. I didn't used to be like this, but I'm like, it just feels a little ouchy all the time to me. Um, yeah. And I, I wonder too, it's the climate is for sure is more pokey and sharp, but I think also we're getting used to that one step between oh good point with the texting and the screens like it's it's so much different when you say it in person and you say something in person say versus so much that's anonymous yeah right mm-hmm. or even behind a screen even right. if and if it's you sending sure a text or an email it's not quite the same as speaking face to face with someone so it might feel a little bit easier yeah to to use some of those thoughtless words and just kind of put them out there because you're not seeing the facial reaction mm-hmm. of the person listening or receiving them. Right. So good point. Um, I think that's a, a problem. Yeah, I do. That's too. part of the problem. I think that's an excellent thing to, to mention. Cause I, I do recognize it and you're right. I think a lot of times we can shoot off a text and we don't know how it lands. Mm-hmm. We never know how it lands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, step three in the method is to find the characteristics of God. And I found him in this to be patient Uh, When I'm hurting, he doesn't hurry me through it, right? There's a part of his, like, Mm. his words to me are healing and patient. I know that's been true in my healing process. Um, I wrote that he is peace, that he is a non-anxious presence in my distress. And I will say, when I'm around someone or in a situation that that is anxious or um, not drama, but just, you know, it just feels like, it feels like it's sped up. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. Like, if I can be a non-anxious president, if I cannot get involved in the anxiety, whatever that looks like, then my words are so much more helpful than if I'm actually part. So as he's a non-anxious presence in my anxiousness, anxiety, I would like very much to try to be a non-anxious present in, in another person or group's anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's an important one for me. And also I put that he's a guide. He helps me move from a place of chaos to a state of calm. Those were so interesting, Angie. I know that I don't usually share mine, but uh, you and I almost always have different ones. I like that though. On yeah. this one. And I think it's so, yeah, it is mm-hmm. really fascinating to me that we rarely choose the same ones because mm-hmm. we see different aspects, maybe based on what we need. But I put that he is self, that he his character is self-control mm-hmm. um, and, and For pure. Sure. Oh yeah. And, and mm, then that so he good. is a just judge. He is just where I may be biased a little bit if I'm being critical of someone or saying yeah. something, you know, that isn't kind. I'm probably never as just as his absolute justness, you know, is. And I just am so in awe of how he, how he sees everything. I love so yours. Perfectly. Yeah. yeah. I love yours. I think it does just depend on where we're coming mm-hmm. to him from, what our own experiences are. It's, it's, and it's so true. He's all of those things, it, all, mm-hmm. everything. I mean, he's, he's yeah. all of everything every time, but it's just what's standing out to you. And I think what you're talking about, a just judge, that makes me go back to that imagined insults or offenses because he mm-hmm. doesn't imagine those from like he does right. he, because he's pure. He knows our hearts and he can judge things rightly. And yes. we don't judge things rightly, but if we take <laughs> them to him first, he helps us. He guides us. That was one of mine. He guides us into the the right way to judge mm-hmm. something through him. 
Yeah. Not with our own understanding. Oh, yeah. That yeah. gets us in trouble every time. Um, step four is to identify the lie of the enemy. This is where we try to understand the obstacle, the half truth that the enemy whispers to us to encourage us, tempt us to not live by the promises or the instruction of God. So what stands out to you that is something to watch out for? I think a lie that I sometimes uh, tend to believe is, you know, when I really boil it down, words are neutral. Say whatever you feel. Say what you feel. Yes. <laughs> words yes. are neutral. Yeah. It's just words. Sticks and, and so stones. Not. Sticks yeah, right? and stones, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. No, I, mine was similar. I put nothing you say will help here. You might even make it worse. So that's like, you know, um, don't we all hesitate to say something when someone's hurting because sometimes we're afraid mm -hmm. we will make it worse. And I think this is an encouragement to say, find the loving, encouraging thing to say, try. Um, if you, if your heart is pure, if your desire is to reflect the love and grace of Jesus, then chances are you're going to say something that matters to this person, even if it's not as eloquent as you wish it would be. Right. Yeah. 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 So step five is called, so what, where we make note of a key takeaway. And I put, look for the opportunities, Angie, what words left unsaid today might be a balm for someone else's pain. What words left unsaid today might be a balm for someone else's pain. Just an encouragement to continue to, to reach out with our words. And you were talking about texting, mm -hmm. but I, I have found that like sometimes when someone comes to mind, it can be as simple as a quick text that says, mm -hmm. you are in my heart. I know you're going through a hard time. Sometimes I'll send a Bible verse. I'll send a Spotify song. Nothing mm -hmm. that, you know, mm -hmm. nothing that takes a whole lot of energy, but something that on how many times does somebody say you sent that right when I needed it? Well, yes. that's not us, right? That's us responding to the Holy Spirit. So mm -hmm. how about you? What's a takeaway for you? Yeah, well, I do um, on my paper, an arrow up and an arrow down. And I thought I'm one that tends to figure out what I think by talking about it. And that's not the right way to do it. I want to really work on pausing and thinking about if the words that I'm about to say are going to lift someone up or tear someone down. Mm -hmm. Like they're going to have, they're going to go a direction Yeah. and I want them to go up. I want them to be, you know, healing and, and fruitful and yielding and comforting and all those things. Of course we do. But sometimes I don't stop and think. And sometimes they accidentally, you know, tear someone down. So just really giving that reflection time, reminding myself about the, the up or the down um, is my takeaway. Mm, I love That's that. Fun. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that yeah. with me. Friend, we'd love to hear your takeaway. You can email me anytime at steadyonpodcast at gmail.com. If you have not yet, I would be grateful if you would subscribe to the podcast on whatever directory you use to listen. It only takes a second and it guarantees you will receive every episode. And if someone came to mind as you were listening today, maybe not someone who says sharp words all the time. I don't know. Or maybe that is the person. <laughs> if anyone came to mind as you were listening today, I'd love it if you would share the episode with them. Inviting them into what we're doing here is another great way to support the show. One more time. Thank you for joining me again, Susie. It's always a joy to do these with you. Thanks, Angie. 
And thank you, friend, for listening. I pray wherever your day takes you, you are walking in the confident knowledge that you are a beloved, cherished child of God.